You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. This is a special Cooligans episode. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be a short one. And by short, we mean still over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we, we cannot. We don't know what we're doing. No. Uh, but this is this is the special knockout playoff round of the Cooligans podcast. A nice little special extra bonus episode for the week. Yeah. Who got knocked out? Who didn't? Who's advancing? Who showed up to see their teams and who didn't? Find out now. <laughs> All this and more today on the Cooligans. Hi, folks. This is Tommy Smith with Hawaii, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. We just want to break in with a quick message from our sponsor. That's right. SeatGeek is sponsoring the Cooligans. Yeah, and that's SeatGeek.com and the app. You can get the app if you want to save some time if you don't have a desktop. It's totally cool. That's right. So if you want to get tickets for, like, you know, soccer games, you want to go to concerts, you know, at the MLS playoffs are are here. Oh, my God. They're about to happen. About to happen. You're so. thinking to yourself, I need to get tickets for MLS games. I got the right place for you. If you've never been to SeatGeek, guess what? On your first purchase, if you put in the word Cooligans, you're going to get 20 bucks off. $20. $20 right there in your pocket. <laughs> That's right. What do you got? You only got $20 in your pocket? Guess what? Staying right there in your pocket. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Nah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, make sure you use the promo code Cooligans, and you will get 20, 20 bucks off. So it's a good deal. You got you to gotta take, take, take them up on that offer, and you'll be supporting the Cooligans while you do it. I mean, look, do you have another way that you get tickets? Well, why would you do that? It's going to cost you 20 bucks more. Oh, it would make no sense. It makes no sense. Get yourself the if you and if you get the app, you can put in exactly what it is you're looking for. It tells you stuff that's around you. It's pretty good. That's right. And also, SeatGeek is the official ticket sponsor of MLS, so it's it's the best place to go. I mean, I mean, I, I can't think of a reason not to use it. Neither can I. I mean, and also you're helping the Cooligans. So <laughs> get out there, help the Cooligans. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the app. Yeah, baby. Hello, welcome to a special episode. Look at this, huh? We're doing a little emergency podcast kind of thing, huh? To steal something from the uh, Total Soccer Show, guys. <laughs> okay, we're not trying to uh, reinvent the wheel over here, guys. No, not at all. Who wants that? Not us. <laughs> no. Innovate what? Nah, repeat. Yeah. And repeat. Well, we just stole uh, the name, but this is, you know, this is just going to be, uh, you know, an opportunity for us to talk about the playoffs. This is the... This is the Total Soccer Show. Welcome. Yeah. To the, Total Soccer Show. <laughs> the Total Stolen Soccer Show. We're gonna have to yeah, tag them in this now. That's how we do it out here in Brooklyn. All right, yo, run, run them soccer shows, dog. Yeah, where you from, Virginia, dog? That's our show now. <laughs> uh, no, great work they're they're doing. Those guys, uh, they're doing wonderful work. But yes, there's a. It is an emergency because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of shock. And there's a lot of just surprise, and there's just there's a lot of anguish that people who didn't expect to feel sad are feeling sad. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, dismay. Can we say that there's a lot of dismay? <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> sure. I could use that's a proper word. Yeah. And if we're being honest, it's probably coming from the MLS front offices, <laughs> and uh, it's also yeah. coming from Anthony Precourt's <laughs> <laughs> office. They are. I mean, what a. I mean, the storylines are just incredible, and uh, and clearly the. The, you know, maybe the maybe the fix was in and they didn't pay off who who they needed to pay off. Nobody but, pays off Geiger. <laughs> <laughs> Geiger will not accept any bribe. Geiger's like, uh, don't you dare try to pay me to not fuck this up. 
Well, oh, pay me to do my job correctly? Yeah. No, thank you. Oh, what, what, what kind of what kind of scam are you running? Trying to pay me to do my job. So, uh, welcome. So, welcome to a special Cooligans episode, everybody. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, my name is Alexis Guerreros. Uh, and yes, we are we are stand-up comedians who host the funniest soccer podcast on the planet. And it also happens to be the gulliest soccer podcast. So day after day, week after week, even two episodes in one week, they're still pretty gully. I mean, it's almost it's you would think each of them would be half as gully. Nah, son, you're no, getting no, no, twice no. the gully. Or, or as they say, double gully. Double gully. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're you're, you're OGing, you're over gullying is what what you're getting. <laughs> sure. Oh my god. Yeah. So take it in in uh, in short in small doses. I mean, <laughs> right. You're gonna you, you don't want to you don't want to OG. Yeah. No. You need to uh, you need to take this gully with food too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gotta have food in your so, stomach. So, uh, boy, this is well, this is the, the the mama said knock you out episode because wow <laughs> this. <laughs> What a what a you know last uh, last year we didn't we didn't do a special episode after the knock, the knockout rounds uh, in That's the playoffs, right. uh, but this time we're making sure we do it because we know that if we wait until the following week, there's going to be too much from the first leg of the games. We're, yeah. we're going to m- miss out on some of that you know the, just the way we're feeling right now. So we're recording right after uh, the, the the second uh, you know game of uh, the second night. Uh, of the the knockout round, the last game was uh, Houston against Sporting Kansas City, and Houston which won just that finished game, up. Which which felt, I mean, it was 120 minutes, but felt like three days. Oh my uh, god! Well, you know, the problem is, is that we're grading it on a curve as compared to the three other games that have already taken place. You had yeah, the mean, Red Bulls thrashing Chicago in their own home turf. Uh, yeah. Dax McCarty looking like he just got out of a truck for 18 hours driving across country with that beard. Uh, then you had Vancouver just laying the ultimate smackdown in yeah, their own which, home, which we expected. Yeah, and then you had the Atlanta uh, Columbus game, which was the most exciting nil nil game I've ever seen in my entire life. That was uh, my heart was racing the entire game. I man. couldn't I couldn't turn away, but I also didn't want to look. It was one of the it was like it was I felt like I was rubbernecking the entire time. Uh, it was absolutely so right, right, astonishing. It was intense. So, uh, you know, we got to pour one out for Atlanta, who's been so kind to us. I'm, yeah. I'm right. Alexis can't see me right now, but I'm holding up a footy mob scarf. You know, oh. showing some love because, boy, what a what a year. I am uh, not holding up a that. scarf because uh, just like our, uh, you know, uh, our chief. Uh, I don't uh, support losers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was, uh, listen, I, I said this on, I posted this on Twitter and I believe it. Uh, if you're an Atlanta United fan right now, you may not feel this way, but in a few days or a few weeks, you will come to realize that you had an incredible first season in this league. Uh, the, you know, you set the bar pretty high for yourselves. I don't know how you're going to compare uh, next season, but I will say that, you know, you, what you did this year, you did it for the culture. So yeah, it was not only was you know we didn't know what to expect from Atlanta, but not only was it. Oh, I knew what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a flop. 
<laughs> well, I, you know, we didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but at, we once once the season kicked off, and even at Bobby Dodd, and and you know, getting fifty five thousand fans at the uh, at, at matches, we were like, all right, well, what's going on over here? Yeah. It's not just like some uh, oh, like oh, let's check out the little soccer match going on over there. It just seemed like uh, as soon as the, the the team, as soon as the logo was presented, everybody just flocked and and, and bought season tickets and was incredibly. Uh, supportive, but more than anything, it wasn't. It was, yeah, just like Alexa said, it was important for the culture. It was significant for the league. I mean, Atlanta's probably the reason Columbus is moving to Austin to begin with, because everybody's like, oh, okay, there's uh, we go, we go somewhere new. Everybody's excited, and and you know, not everybody wants a new girlfriend. Everybody maybe that's what <laughs> it's like. Maybe that's what we need to do is just move somewhere new. <laughs> new England's so, like, why don't we go to Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> and clearly there's uh there's a fan base in connecticut as nycfc has shown right uh, so, <laughs> hartford uh, revolution <laughs> but look i mean the it was yes it was surprising and it was uh, unexpected but now that we've experienced uh one season of atlanta united now it's just like everybody's just hungry for more i mean you can't end the season that way and not be pretty much furious and, and and definitely feel like this this inaugural season could have been more yeah you're yeah. right there's like an unfinished business going into next season yeah which most most expansion teams do not end their seasons that way with being like you know Minnesota would have loved to even be within 10 points of a playoff spot. And they would <laughs> right. be like, well, you know, well, that's a successful season. That would have been really, right. really good. They would have liked it if the word playoff was ever even mentioned in the same <laughs> sentence as uh, Minnesota United. Yeah, because it would have been, uh, who was it, like the, the, the Colts coach yeah. or whatever? Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, who's the, who, that was the Jets coach, I believe. Was it the Jets coach? Oh, yeah. Right. Was it Herm Edwards? Herm Edwards. No, that's no, his name. Herm Edwards was a he was a different another meme. But there was practice. Was a, I no, I know that was Allen Iverson. <laughs> that was Allen Iverson. Yeah. Playoffs is. I think he was the the, the coach of the Jim Cora. Wow. Yeah. Oh, was it Jim Cora? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Had that one all the way in the back of the old the old files. <laughs> what 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 person's name do I not know because I know Jim Cora's name? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying to say I was going to say it was like just imagine Adrian Heath saying playoffs. Yeah. Just in, you know, just a British. <laughs> well, he's so Scottish, right? I think he's Scottish. I don't know. Is Who he knows? Scottish? He might be no, English. I think, well, he, he. I think he's English. He played for Everton. Yeah, uh, I know that. Little, little man. And we all okay. know that Everton will never let a Scottish person play for them, so then he can't be Scottish. No, that's not true. Obviously uh, not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't know soccer. Uh, so, yes. So we had so Atlanta. You know, props to you guys, man. This is, uh, you, you know, not only has the team done well on the field, but they, I, I, we can't even begin to uh, to to like stop showing gratitude to how awesome. Atlanta and the Atlanta fans have been to us. The, 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 the been absolutely amazing. themselves have been so supportive of us and what we're doing. So uh, seriously, props to you guys. It's like, it's it, not only was it significant, but it was important what you, what Atlanta did for the future of soccer, without a doubt. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it, it is uh, breaking all these records and, 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 and not only, you know, sometimes, uh, uh, 
fans can get attracted to like the new thing, the new the new kid on the block, and 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 uh, uh, but you know you you can sense like oh they they just like it because it's new, uh, but that's not what Atlanta United feels like. It, it no, not at all. Like. This is this for the long haul, and uh, and you and it was like. It, it was like the team has been around for 50 years. So that's how, you know, fervent the support was. So, well, even the uh, thing that happened today where they all held up their like cell phone flashlights and sang, uh, we ready that song that they sing. Um, yeah, that was the whole all. stadium did it. And it was just, you know, there's, there's no, I mean, I was watching, you know, sort of the Twitter, uh, the Twitter verse go nuts and people were like, man, I wish this was the atmosphere at NYCFC or I wish this was the atmosphere here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know some of the Orlando fans kind of, you know, laughed at the fact that I, we were saying, like, congratulations for doing it for the culture because, you know, to them, it's like, oh, they bought it. They didn't build it, so on and so forth. But you can't deny what has come of this. You know, this whole idea of, like, they didn't build it. Sure. You know, they didn't start a team in the USL and then buy their way into the league the same way you did. You know what I mean? Like I get yeah, the yeah. point to some degree that they won in the USL or um, they were in NAS. I believe they were USL and you know, they, they were at a lower level and they worked their way to a point where they had the fan base. I get all those things, but you cannot deny that 71,000 you, they broke a record for regular season. They broke a record for uh playoffs. So, you know, for everyone who wanted us to stop talking about Atlanta, look, it happened. They lost. So we're going to stop talking about them pretty much after this. Uh, but we do, you know, Christian said it and I agree, you know, we want to give a massive shout out to the fan base, to the, uh, to the club itself, to the people that work at the club. Uh, they've been absolutely instrumental for some of uh, the highlights of this whole Cooligans thing, uh, going down to Atlanta and, and selling out that live event and just having a blast and getting a chance to speak to the players. That was absolutely massive. They're not the only thing that's happened. You know, but they certainly are one of the bigger things that's happened to us. So thank you. And thank you for being awesome. And to all of our friends down there, starting with Jay Riddle and then going all the way down. Now, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, as much as I love Tata Martino and I love people that, um, you know, coach the way he does and that whole Marco uh, Bielsa style, uh, I have a bit of a bone to pick with him. Taking Joseph Uh-oh. Martinez off. Uh-oh, are you, uh, are you anti-Bielsa all of a sudden? Never. Uh, but here's something <laughs> okay. Bielsa and Sampaoli would not do, is take off your best shooter just before sure. penalties and then lose the game on penalties. Well, I, so I was watching uh, the, the post-game conference uh, with that, that, that uh, and, and shout-out to uh, Miles of the South uh, podcast for uh, periscoping this Eric Cantana doing that. And, uh, he, they asked him that exact question and he was, uh, pretty straightforward and he wasn't, uh, he, he didn't falter. He didn't, he, he was very clear in, uh, I think his decision. He was just like, Joseph was incredibly tired. He's like, even as frustrated, he's the kind of guy that gets frustrated when he gets taken off because he does not want to get out of the game, but he saw how much he was struggling and he wanted to put fresh legs in there. So, you know, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't seem like Tata had any doubt in his mind that that was the right decision. Of course and, not. Yeah, the guy yeah. managed Argentina to a World Cup final. Who the fuck am I to suggest <laughs> that he made the wrong decision? But hindsight happens to be twenty twenty, and you look back, and the guy he put in Peterson, I believe, missed. I mean, we we didn't take notes. This is literally it's one fifteen in the morning. It's right after the whole thing. But I'm yeah, pretty sure I, Peterson I, missed. Pe- 
Peterson did not take a penalty. It oh, was, he did not uh, take a penalty. Yeah, I know Lorentowitz hit the post. Um, Gressel got stopped. Gressel got stopped. And, Gressel was first, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Gressel was first. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Perez, uh, LGP, got, uh, he got stopped. Yeah, Villalba uh, shot it through <laughs> Zach <Villalba>. Steffen. <laughs> he hit it. He Zach did. Steffen guessed correctly, put a hand on like, it, and the head ball like, still went. <laughs> no, he was like, no, you know what? You got this one. You know, you're all. You're good. I don't. Want, yeah. I wanna, also, can wanna, you repair the the net? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he blasted it. But th- this is that situation for that team, Atlanta United, first year in penalties, the first time they've ever been in that scenario. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the that's those are the moments where uh, being being a club like Columbus, who's been around for uh 22 years kind of helps out there's some experience i mean look, look at Iguain, man oh just a, a panenka first first penalty took it i mean how, how much more confident do you need to be and, that kid's got taylor, balls <laughs> that kid's got balls <laughs> but the taylor twelman is like even talking about it like oh is he gonna is he gonna do a panenka and because he's, he's kind of tricky and then that's exactly what he does uh, the, I think in that scenario, Columbus, I think they prepared for penalties more than Atlanta did. For sure. Yeah, there was never – I don't think Atlanta's ever been in a situation where they had to uh, – where the game no. might take penalties, so they've never had to prepare for it. Now, not to say that those players have never done it. Obviously, they have. But, yeah, you're right. You know, Columbus clearly way more – sort of prepared for this situation. And also, you know, they went to an MLS Cup final not too long ago. A lot of those players have been in the league for a long time. They have yeah. people around them that, you know, are not scared of that moment. I mean, you know, if you think back to uh, Josh Williams, um, who uh, gave sort of like the speech just before uh, the beginning of extra time, he kind of like, you know, he swore on live TV, which was kind of awesome. But whatever, you put the you put the mic on him while he was giving a speech to his uh, to the to he's his uh, teammates. Bad, he's using bad words. The, the cooligans do do not do not don't that kind. Of I want to make this very fucking clear. We do not like it <laughs> when people swear. Uh, but he was like, "Do this for you. Do this for yourself. You do this for your family." I think he said. He said, "You do this for the city of Columbus," and you could see that there was this this unity where on the Atlanta side they were kind of like, "Hey, this is fun." You know, look at this. We're playing extra time. Look at more, more yeah. soccer. Well, this is new. Yeah. So to uh, some degree, it was like, you know, I kind of enjoyed seeing this back and forth. But I mean, this also the fact that they lost, it doesn't feel like any team lost. It really didn't. The back and yeah. forth was insane. The woodwork was out of this world, and everyone MV- is talking about it. MVP of that match. <laughs> was the and woodwork. The, match, the woodwork. <laughs> I will say, though, by the end of this match, people have now started to just constantly tweet out that they want Zach Steffen to be the men's national team goalkeeper. Yeah, but isn't that weird how that happens? I feel like there's uh, we're, we're very, I don't know, emotional when, when it comes to those decisions whether that's wrong or right i i I think that kind of performance uh merits at least some consideration sure for uh uh you know for that for that promotion or whatever or at least a call-up but it it is interesting you can have one good game and that could change your life yeah it's just it's 
It's but also your your pragmatism is what got us in this place in this place in the first place of missing the World Cup. We need wild and crazy decision making. That's what we need now. We need someone who's out there just shooting from the hip. And you know what, Zach? You had a good 120 minutes. Get in there. You're now the leader of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Feel like good game. What's your last name? Who cares? On <laughs> Come on. Put on. Put on something that says number one. I don't even know you, man. Yeah. But I will say, like I said at the, I said I posted this on Twitter. I'm like, if this game goes full extra time and they and they win, by that time Twitter is going to want Zach to be the head coach of the men's <laughs> national team because people he were going a, nuts. He had a great game, uh, but there's to me there was. So much controversy in this game, particularly with the linesmen, because oh, it, yeah. legit, it really felt like they either are, they were like, yo, Geiger, <laughs> what, what, I, need some, I need some refereeing tips out here. So yeah. It looked like e- either they are horrible referees or they, or they were like, honestly, favoring Atlanta. I mean, it, th- there were a couple calls that that early uh, uh, p- through pass. Uh, I forgot who it went to. Uh, Santos, I believe, uh, that he that he crossed to Kamara and and, uh, and that he hit in. Uh, yeah, that was on side. I mean, there were there were, and it happened for both teams. There were. Yeah, there was a big offside that wasn't that was called and it shouldn't have been for Atlanta as well. But yeah, there I mean there was a goal that didn't get that didn't count for yeah. Columbus. That was kind of tough. It, that was hard to watch. It, exactly, it looked bad, and there, there were easily two of those uh, that were just like, "What are you doing, dog?" Like yeah. how, how? I mean, I get one or two, you know, missed, you know, offside, or you know, you you call it a little too. Uh, you, like a little, you're a little presumptuous with it. Yeah. But these look egregious. They look and, really, really bad. And the fans were going nuts on Twitter. People were like, "Well, why do we even have VAR if we're not even <laughs> yeah. going to use it?" You know what I mean? And, and to some degree, like I, I kind of understand the anger. You know, and I, you know, I think you and I have talked about this in the past on the podcast. VAR isn't here to get every single thing right. That's not the game isn't going to be perfect now because we have this one thing, you know, but yeah, uh, it, it should be for these glaring moments in these kind of important games. So, yeah. but, so this is but this is interesting because uh, and Taylor Twelman brought it up in in the broadcast about how the referee blew the whistle before the ball went in the goal. Right. Video assistant referee is only uh, is can only be used for certain things and goals is one of them. Not if the ball does not cross the line, it is not a goal. Also, if he because doesn't because- blow his whistle and it technically wasn't a goal because he blew his whistle, the play was dead. So you can't yeah. review something that happened after the whistle was blown. So video assistant referee has this is the conflict it has where there's uh, a conflict with uh, with the referee. The linesman has may have a different opinion uh, uh, than the linesman. I mean, the linesman might have a different opinion than the referee. So right. the referee can ignore the the flag being raised and let the ball go in, and then let the video system referee decide if it was offside or not. So it, it's an interesting dilemma, right? Because and and to some extent. You don't even fucking need linesmen. Who? What are they? What? Are, we, you have the, the the referee and the assistant referee should be fine enough. 
I mean, but they can't see that angle. You know what I mean? What, the assistant referee can see the angle. He or the angle that that's that the TV broadcast has to offer. Right, which isn't always the exact angle. It's not always the side angle. Sometimes it's the mid pitch angle. Yeah, I, I'm and I'm exaggerating, but what, what I'm saying, and I'm yeah. exaggerating only because how wrong and how clearly wrong, even live, it was obvious that those calls were not offside. Those those players were not offside. So it, it made no, uh, it just made no sense, and it was just a, it, it's frustrating. It, 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 yeah, it's just frustrating overall because. Video system referee can't really fix this, and I don't know. It's just that that the linesman uh, raising the flag on a couple of those occasions, and again, it happened both sides. But I think they were worse uh, for Columbus because they, they, I think, especially that one goal. Uh, but turned out okay for them. It turns out fine. Yeah. I mean, look, it, they did. It's not like they didn't have incredible saves. Uh, Braguzan also uh, played. Incredible! Oh my God! I mean, what a what a show! Really, yeah, between just, both goalkeepers, what a show! It it, it really felt and, and watching Zach Steffen, it, it it just reminded me of of hockey when there's just a hot goalkeeper that that can get you to the Stanley Cup. And it's yeah, because it's you care if they're good looking, right? I mean, that's the thing about hockey. That's what, yeah, that's my <laughs> most frustrating thing about hockey. I'm like, take off those masks, boys. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's see how hot you are. Take Ooh, me to go get a cup. <laughs> oh, you have three teeth. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. <laughs> I think. I think for me, the most frustrating thing is that uh, if you're if you're sort of an Atlanta fan, this entire season was built up. For how far can you get? And then to get bumped out in the in the knockout round is kind of frustrating. You know, it's, it's, it seems, you bitter. know, sort of like, yeah, bitter. It seems like not it's not the storybook ending you wanted. Yeah, not bittersweet. I think uh, getting to uh, to the semifinal uh, is where Atlanta should be. I mean, I think they went into this game and, and props to Columbus. You know, they're not they're not coming off the, the best week of uh, of pr right no yeah <laughs> so they i think they were yeah they obviously went in uh with something approved but they also i mean strategically they they really put it on them and they it wasn't like atlanta had these amazing chances that they you're used to seeing them have you know when a, a couple moments when like uh Amiron was at the top of the box or Villabo was at the top of the box and you, you're expecting like those screamers that didn't happen. There wasn't that much space for any any real opportunities, and any like long shots were like from so far away. And, and Stephens was gonna, you know, handle that. Cur- yeah, you know, no, well. Columbus stayed really compact, and you know they had like uh, if, they, if they're in a, typically in a four three three, well, four and three were defending a lot, and you know I you could see it. You could see how. Um, Atlanta had a lot of more of the possession. They had a lot of opportunity to 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 uh, sort of get towards the goal. They didn't have as many chances as you'd like, even though they had the ball. And then they were really weak on the counter. A lot of it is because obviously Parkhurst was injured, and you're missing sort of his leadership uh, when he wasn't out there. Um, but the bigger part of it, obviously Garza also not being there is a big is a big loss for them. But mm-hmm. you know they were Columbus when they were attacking on the counter. They looked great. 
They did, yeah, and and especially after the changes that they made, they got they got when they got rid of Justin Merrim and brought uh, Kakuta Mane. Right. Uh, they, they that speed yeah, they, changed everything. Totally, totally. Uh, yeah, it was just it was surprising to see Atlanta struggle that much because they hadn't really played that. Let's say they played poorly, but they hadn't uh, uh, played with that kind of frustration since like. The first like two three games of the season when they were like a, a new team that barely knew how to play with each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It, it reminded me of that. And I think probably the two most frustrating matches, besides that first loss to the Red Bulls, um, at there at Bobby Dodd was probably the um, Orlando match, obviously because that was a that was a, a draw. And every uh, DC United match. Maybe? Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> every single DC United that Kryptonite that DC United has. You know what it is? Atlanta don't fuck with raccoons, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's uh, that's like their uh, you know their their uh, Achilles heel. The animal, the Achilles heel, like the animal that gives you nightmares. You know, the animal that you're allergic to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't be around. It's just raccoons. That's all. <laughs> raccoons got a couple of raccoons out there. Uh, you know, uh, look, Atlanta not going forward, but we talked about it more than enough. They have a great culture, and it's it's going to be great. For years to come. Yes, I, and and you did mention uh, Michael Parkers. Whoa, Michael Parkers, keeping that season alive just a little bit longer than it probably could have. <laughs> he, by the way, that <laughs> slight hesitation to clear that ball off the line. I think three people died in Atlanta <laughs> watching that. I, I was watching that like, what are you doing? I thought he was gonna like. I, was, I thought was, I thought his like leg gave out on him, that knee of his. I yeah. was like, "What are you doing?" It was it was an awkward clearance, and it was just like the because it, it in 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 like live like uh, speed or whatever. It, it really felt like the ball was traveling faster towards the goal than, right. than it really was. Like I guess it, it was sort of just trickling there. So I think Parker realized he had a little bit more time than than uh, he expected. Yeah, but just, I, like, did he forget the whole turf bounce? Yeah, he he was super chill about it. Oddly, <laughs> a little too it. chill. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. Uh, so Columbus. Yeah. So what? Uh, NYCFC travels to Columbus for the first leg of the home and away, uh, and right. that's going to be on uh, Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, do you have any early predictions? I feel like NYCFC is going to go there and play very defensive. They understand it's going to be an emotional homecoming uh, for the club. Um, you know, uh, and there's probably going to be a lot of um, displays of uh, discontent with uh, Anthony Precourt. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like NYCFC is going to go there. They're going to play a bit more defensive, a bit more compact, try to eke out a draw or a one nil and, uh, you know, take it to them when they get back to uh, New York. Um, you know what? I don't I don't agree. I think they're going to go to Columbus and give them the business uh, because they Especially after how the game went against uh, Columbus in at, you know at City Field, I think uh, I think NYCFC is confident. I think they're I I don't know I don't, I'm not going to say they're going to win easily, but I think they're going to win the first leg, uh, and I think they're going to play aggressive. I don't think they're going to be soft about it. I think they they it, it was a team they just played, so they're familiar with them. So uh, and also Columbus did just play you know 120 minutes that's a huge plus that's a huge yeah. plus for nycfc I, yeah out of like you know uh nycfc was going to play either atlanta or columbus and both of them would have been absolutely gassed and uh 
yeah, so I think they have the advantage there uh, when it comes to that. And I think the first leg is probably going to be uh, you gotta ha- you have to favor NYCFC. They got they have more rest, uh, you know. It, 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 and and given that they just played them, I think they have the advantage there. Yeah, the, this is basically they're going to have uh, three games in a row versus sure. Columbus Crew. I mean, that's probably a positive if you are uh, New York City. So uh, the other match, Houston versus uh, Sporting Kansas oh, City. Yeah, Sporting know? Kansas City. Sorry, sorry, I mean, sorry, Cooser. Um, Coos, oh, the Coos family. Uh, you know what? So the the other day, uh, so t- last night, uh, w- you know, when the game happened, it was uh, his wife's birthday, Marissa, right? Uh, who we met in in Chicago. Uh, obviously, big sporting Kansas City fans. Huge. And uh, so, and I and Coozer uh, mentioned her birthday on Facebook. So I was like, Happy birthday, uh, Marissa! I hope uh, you know you get a sporting Kansas City win for for your birthday and, and you and, just set her up for failure <laughs> yes uh just like uh you know like if when i have children i'll just let them down on their birthday too. yeah so, well <laughs> we might as well call you mr miguel guerreros uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> disappointing kids uh for since the 80s yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. i felt uh i felt terrible for all of our uh friends that are kansas city fans fans uh but you know the funny thing is like i was wondering who's gonna miss who more is houston gonna miss aj de la garza more or is sporting kansas city gonna miss uh tim melia more a lot more people thought sporting kansas city would miss tim melia more melia more uh the goal that they scored i don't think tim melia makes that save oh no i i completely agree i mean i at that point that late in the game uh, th- that game also went into extra time. Also, yeah, um, if Alexis can't see me, but I am rocking the Sporting Kansas City scarf that Kuz sent over. Here it is. Uh, <laughs> you're doing, you're doing, you're doing uh, wardrobe changes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Show, show some love and support. You know, yeah, the, the damn Oscars <laughs> in these trying times. And also, you know, if NYCFC loses, I expect a video of them wearing NYCFC scars and trying to make us feel better. Yeah, okay? you're damn right they better do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Tim is not stopping that, but at that point, the game is so... Everyone, it's just like, who has that little bit of willpower? Who, yeah. Whose legs are not cramping? Who has just a little bit left to, to, to get something out of the game? Can we talk and- about the dog track that they played on, though? It did look pretty bad. That I mean, might be uh, the worst field I've seen in MLS in a very long time. It looked like they played a game just before they got out there. Well, they flew in the groundskeepers from Trinidad and Tobago, and they were like, yeah. get these guys in. And they were like, what? It looks perfect, man. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> it's no, already it's done. <laughs> they, yeah, it did look bad. The ball was it looked like it was just like uh, uh, skipping, and, and, and it, it, would, it, would, it would die because it was like going uphill from tall blades of grass. Yeah. Like it, 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 yeah, it looked, it looked rough, but, you know, I don't think that's the reason Sporting Kansas City lost. I, I mean, think it was strategic. I think they know Sporting Kansas City likes to play it fast, you know, okay. and uh, they don't have height, right? They got uh, Garso or Gerso, and they got um, uh, uh, Shalui, Shalui. 
Shallowy, yeah. yeah, shallowy. They they don't have the height that they did when, or at least you know, Dom Dwyer was able to get ups. So playing it, uh, you know, along the uh, playing it central and along the the ground is probably their game now. They're certainly not sending in crosses, but if the the grass is that messed up. You gotta, you gotta get it to the wings and bring in crosses. And you saw like how many crosses were completely missed because they weren't able to get up for it, or the ball just sort of stalled as they were passing to each other. And uh, you know, Houston was able to counter. Now, look, it did not lead to a massive scoreline, and uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily the most you know perfectly strategic thing. But in the goal that scored was a bit of a counter, so you could say that that strategy worked. Yeah, they, both teams were playing counter-attacking uh, football. Yeah, they were all like, I don't want it. You take the ball. <laughs> well, I don't want it. You know, and, and yeah, there there was that feeling of, like, uh, nobody wanted to lose. But but watching these uh, playoff games, watching MLS playoff games, you, you they immediately feel different than regular season games, especially these knockout games where you you can't, you, you can't play too aggressive because you might lose and your season might be over. So, which they, by the way, don't. is a great transition to San Jose because <laughs> they, they spent ever since Chris Leach came in, they basically have been, you know, pedal to the metal playing this like high octane, everyone go for it. The goalkeepers up there doing passes, you know, in the final sure. third. Uh, and well, they, they like in, in, you know, Fast and the Furious, they ran out of nitrous. That's it. It was they, they or couldn't. you know they left themselves so open that Vancouver's like, well, you know what we can do with all this space, right? <laughs> Is hang five on you. But we weren't done talking about Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas yeah. City had a, had a pretty good season, but I think there's like you know it's kind of I don't know you know everyone talks about how they this have this connection to uh, you know FC Barcelona and how uh, you know they they have like players ready to go for next season. You know, is Jerusalem going to stay? Is Shallowy going to stay? Um, you know, what's going to happen? Benny Philhaber, he's a, he's a bit up there in age now. You know what I mean? Is he going to, does he have a year left? Do you want to keep him at the cost, right? They're, they're kind of, I don't want to say a cheap team, but they like to be very frugal. They're very smart yeah. with their frugal frugality. Is that a word? They're smart with it, but, you know, are, who are they going to keep? I'm kind of interested as to who they're going to bring in. You know, they've got obviously they got a great goalkeeper. They've got some great pieces. Um, you know, there's there's a I, lot that might yeah. be happening in the offseason for them. I, I, I think the I mean, the, for the style of play and for what they gave up, uh, you know, from Dom Dwyer, uh, you know, for trading Dom Dwyer and watch. But watching this particular game, I, you know, I don't think there's there's too many issues Defensively, I, I would say, um, uh, oh man, now I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Not Espinoza, Espinoza, right? Yeah, yeah Roger uh, Espinoza. He is, he's like an MLS veteran, a lot of experience. But this game, he was, he was just probably in the game either he, he was there too long, or he's like just a guy that's like a, maybe a little too old for. Or maybe the system or whatever. I mean, like all, like, all you can think. He's about really good at keeping possession, and and you he, know he's yeah, really so, good about making sure that the 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 attack is moving forward. I get your point. He's old and probably very expensive, but we know for sure he's expensive because he came back from Wigan. But damn, I mean, can you get rid of a guy like that? It's it's that, but that's the thing. It's like what is what is the future of the team? Is because obviously having a guy like Daniel Shalloui and 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 giving him more responsibility especially after Dom Dwyer left I think up front there is uh they they have confidence in their young 
guys in Latif Blessing and in Chaloui yeah. uh, and in uh, Gerso. So I, I think the the hope was, you know, have having these young dudes with with the creativity that they have, and they 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 kind of think they kind of thought they were just gonna run around Houston, but Houston has some big dudes that are not trying to see. I don't care how much. How many step overs you do? Yeah. You're going to push off the ball. You just I, got a couple Honduran dudes staring at you while you're doing step overs, and then they just mush you in the face. Dude, I mean, they, they play a, a an aggressive, you know, uh, Mexican style of of soccer. Yeah. And, and they, they, they're not particularly flashy. I mean, but you see Kyoto, and you see uh, Albert Ellis, and you see how – these dudes, they're not young little, they're not little boys. <laughs> they're strong dudes, incredibly <laughs> fast. Grown ass men. <laughs> grown ass men. And then who's their center back? Senderos. Uh, yeah, played for Arsenal. He's a giant man. Yeah. So the, yeah. Uh, look, the, the this game was going to, was a battle of like who can defend better, uh, you know, for for those 120 minutes. And, and props to uh, Ike Opara. Oh, I, yeah, I could probably, he was he was incredible, unreal. Yeah, he was incredible. I, I was watching the game. I'm like, bro, do you get tired? Because yeah. I don't see you're not human. Yeah, you're running faster than you're outrunning Albert least even in in like the hundred and nineteenth minute. Yeah, so, and these are guys that are known for their speed and Icopara was not only catching up to them, beating them, and then making great defensive plays. But we have to say all that, but then also say that the goal that was given up was kind of his fault it no i i would say the it, it was I, his I, man I, and he lunged and missed i mean it was the left it was a left back who who couldn't keep up with uh vicente uh sanchez uh and he, and he he made a great play to keep the ball in and, and make that cross but at at that point the he's he's six inches from the damn goal you know it, he's so damn close every nobody knows if he's gonna pass it or shoot it so at that point, everybody's scrambling. I wouldn't blame uh, Opara for that. Still for that his goal. guy. Sure. Uh, I get it. The responsibility uh, is his. As, I mean, look, he played He played an, an outstanding game. Still, he, still, I mean, he's he's to me, he's like he's the defender of the year. He so was, who does Houston play? Uh, Houston is playing. Uh, could have looked Houston. this up. Yeah, we could have looked this up. I mean, they're either playing, I believe they're playing uh, Portland. Should be Houston, Portland, and uh, uh, Seattle plays Vancouver. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. great. Yeah, that's right. Seattle is playing Vancouver. That's going to be a great game. Oh man, yeah, it's going to be a great games. game. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm, I, I, Houston. Look, I don't want to. I, I honestly don't care if Houston advances. Uh, their own fans don't care that they're in the playoffs. Why should I? <laughs> yeah, there was they no one there. Too many. Too many people there. Uh, yeah, and so also, yeah, speaking of not many people at a playoff game, the Chicago Fire wow. uh, lose to the New York Red Bulls uh, in their game. They played on Wednesday. Uh, they lose 4 nil, and It was know, embarrassing. It was an embarrassing loss, especially for Dax McCarty, but the one thing that Dax can hold on to is that no one else saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, there wasn't there was, there wasn't you know, too many people to to walk through and explain yourself to after the match. Yeah, the, I think not, the official number was eleven thousand. It's just no good. Oof. That's uh, now, nah, man. Especially with you know going to the All Star game and seeing all the love for the Chicago Fire uh, that we saw 
disappointing. But again, you know, it is rough, and there are a million excuses. Toyota Park is not very close to Chicago proper, and uh, you know, and, and and people have a tough time getting there, especially on a weekday. So it's still frustrating. No excuse. Very much. But so. also, no excuse for that. Uh, that display uh on the field i mean boy New York, they made they made the red bulls look like uh freaking barcelona they're, yeah they're having a great time i mean look the whole thing everyone was like sasha question versus dax mccarty blah 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 and dax played his ass off and he was a lot of the fans uh said that he was the best on the on the on the field for them the whole game uh it is what it is sasha question looked great as well but you know those two quick back-to-back early goals there's not a lot you can do against the Rebels if you give up two quick goals. You know, they. Yeah. I don't know any other team that uh, plays the way they do at the level they do consistently for 90 minutes. You know, they don't. They don't make major mistakes. They don't outrun their. You know, outrun the ball much. They don't leave their man behind too much. They stay compact. They attack together. They press together. That's going to be a really hard team to pick apart if you're already behind by two goals. In the twentieth minute, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. And your best player isn't playing. Yeah. Well, the the, the first goal, uh, arguably another looked offside to me. I don't know what you thought, but I agree. Yeah, yeah. It was just one of those. You know, it, it seemed pretty clear. I don't know how they they don't call that. You know, I think they they. Chicago needed the Atlanta linesman uh, that game. <laughs> they would have called outside for everything. They would have been like, oh, I think I saw one of Bradley Wright Phillips' hairs off. You talking about eyebrows? I saw an eyelash. Yeah. Do got some focused. big old eyelashes, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's using some uh, L'Oreal kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not offside. Maybe it's Maybelline. You never know. <laughs> so that I think those it's frustrating those kind of calls because yeah, you an early goal like that can uh, take the you know a lot of the the energy out of a team uh, and and yeah, just like you said, the Red Bulls you get uh, yeah once you give up a couple goals early on against them, they're they're not a team that easy that's easy to get by. Yeah, and, and you know they don't give up any goals. But the second goal, uh, and, and speaking of best player on the field, I mean, Tyler, on the other side, I mean, Tyler Adams was unreal. Tyler Adams Incredible. was insane. And that second goal was was all him. I mean, yeah, yeah he put it. He put know, it. Yeah, he put right. it on a. He put it on a plate. <laughs> but but he did all the work, and the dude is just like, again, just like we're talking about Zach Steffen. Everybody, Tyler Adams has a couple. Uh, you know, he has, a, he has a good game. Everybody's like. Get him on the national team immediately. Yeah. So he, again, these these are the times for uh, the, the MLS uh, the best to kind of showcase themselves a little bit because you know the the you know Galati's watching. I don't know who's uh, he's. I hope he's not picking people, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Galati's <laughs> not watching. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about soccer. Sure, he's just watching like Empire. So yeah, he's not in. <laughs> he's on the stock market right now. So, uh, but you know, yeah, he, was, he was great. I, we talked a little bit about like Chicago. I, we said this at some point in the season when pollsters in, they win, 
that's when Pulser's in and the rest of the team is there. You know, I'm not sure Bastian Schweinsteiger being missing. And Nikolic, I mean, to be honest, didn't play that well, you know. Uh, he missed yeah. he missed a completely wide-open goal, and he had some uh, really rough moments. He had that one crazy goal that sort of just that shot that dipped down, hit the post, and it looked like it went in, but it uh, didn't count. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of – I might oh, be thinking – no, that was the- that was the game prior. That was the game prior. Sorry. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all guys, it's one it's two in the morning. Um, but uh Nicholas just didn't uh really have it at that game. Well, the I'm one, realizing Go ahead. Well, well I was going to say I'm realizing that yeah, the people you hug tend to have bad games uh when they really need that. Oh, it's my fault. The guy won the golden boot, okay? Uh You got to figure this out. No, what, what I was thinking was that every every city we visited has had their team has had a terrible loss right <laughs> we went to we went to what well, was the first game that we went to together uh we went to montreal to see uh montreal against toronto in that first leg which they did win yeah then they lost tragically like sort of <laughs> that uh, in the in the second leg right uh and then we went to toronto and they lost and, and they lost the mls cup we went to we went to chicago uh met up you know talked to some chicago fire players they they suffer this loss. We go to Atlanta. We go to Atlanta and have the greatest time in the world. And Atlanta fizzles Loses out in the first round. <laughs> in the knockout. Round. In the knockout. So is there a cool against effect? Is, I mean, uh, also there's a, the the way this works is we can only go visit one team and have them be successful at the end of the season. You know what I mean? It's not like we visited FC Dallas and that's when the slide began. That's not our fault. You know what I mean? I don't know. Only one I team wins. Like... <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> I don't know. There's just evidence gathering. That's all I'm saying. Uh, there is. Listen, I'm not saying there's not a folder. There's clearly a folder with evidence <laughs> in it. I just think maybe it's a circumstantial. It's getting, it's getting thicker and thicker day by day. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, that's how I get next to Nikolic. Uh, anyway, <laughs> two in the morning, well, still he, got it. That, yeah, that's how he. That's how he prefers you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. By the way, I, we're, we literally went on this whole thing so that I could say that with Daniel Royer, the Rebels are a completely different team and very dangerous. Yeah. So and look, I mean, we're seeing what the the five and the six seed were the ones uh, that ended up winning in those in those uh, knockout rounds in the Eastern Conference. At, but Columbus and and the Red Bulls really do not seem like uh, the teams that can be easily overlooked or like, oh, the, the weaker seeds won. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. So, so Toronto and NYCFC have nothing to worry about. Uh, no, yeah, not, so, not at all. They're coming in hot. They're coming in with momentum. Uh, you got Toronto and NYCFC that have kind of just been sitting on their asses for a little bit around a week. Uh, even though that's their normal schedule, you got this team that's raring to go. Now, what you hope is that Columbus kind of gassed themselves or slightly injured themselves, and you hope the Red Bulls kind of gassed themselves. The, the Red Bulls did not look gassed. They looked like they were having a blast on the way to their 4-0 win. Um, yeah, sure. But yeah, Toronto winning, is yeah. the buzzsaw you don't want to walk into. It was Atlanta and Toronto. Those were the two you didn't want to compete against. Atlanta's gone. Toronto's the tough one. Can they beat Toronto? I'm not so sure. Uh, no, I mean, there's no reason to uh, favor uh, anybody besides Toronto. Uh, I think in any uh, series that they uh, that they play in. But uh, you know, I, and just to reminisce a little bit, I was just thinking about, especially after Atlanta lost to Columbus, 
I really was thinking how huge was that goal by Jovinko, the free kick. I mean, it really changes everything, right? Because it's it's not. It, it would have been Atlanta getting that first round by NYCFC would have been playing uh, probably the red yeah the Red, red Bulls. Bulls yeah, and and it's just so crazy how that one goal that one changes I mean, everything and miraculous goal cha- absolutely changes everything because uh, Atlanta yeah so I, we yeah, we talked but about that a hey, bunch, but it, it, that's it, the playoffs it, baby it can, <laughs> this is what's wow. great about the playoffs yeah. Playoffs? <laughs> you talking about playoffs? <laughs> Jim Cora. <Yeah. laughs> so, so it is going to be. Uh, I mean, the, these these matches are going to be great, and I think especially uh, the the Columbus NYCFC, all the, that just storyline and the fact that they just played. Uh, I, I think this. Uh, you know, I think everyone sort of expected Atlanta to be there, and Atlanta. You know, how many tweets? I, I mean, I saw somebody tweeted. Uh, you know, we we had four uh, 0 from Chicago uh, and and the Red Bulls. We had five uh, from Vancouver and San Jose, and uh, you know that that the next result was going to be six from uh, from Atlanta against Columbus. Everyone expected uh, Columbus to just get hammered. Yeah, uh, and and here we are. Here we are. So, I mean, and you know, look, I don't know if the the goals were shrunk on purpose or if somebody put plexiglass in front of them, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, watching all of those balls careen off of the goalpost and the woodwork surprised me at the Atlanta game as much as watching Vancouver just just drop five heavy on San Jose. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. San Jose, you're walking. You know, I was looking at Arena like, come on, Arena, you did it to America, you did it to Honduras <laughs> in front of us. When are you going to turn it on? You know? Yeah, San San Jose, especially this season has felt like a team of of guys that all have incredible ability like on an individual level but just don't really know how to play with yeah. one another very uh, frankenstein mishmash of a team yeah yeah so uh, you know i you know, having wando the you know the 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 goal scoring statue uh, <laughs> the guy just just moves so Slowly, but he knows exactly where to place himself. Just glides uh, into position <laughs> when when necessary. Uh, but guys like yeah, yeah, uh, Danny Danny Houston, uh, uh, and and you, you just see the the level of skill and and speed and and you know Urania and there's like clearly potential there. Yeah. But you know, some people were upset at us that we were mad that San Jose made it into the playoffs, but. Didn't we tell you guys? Yeah. We told you exactly what was This why. This is why right here. Okay, so I mean what do we want to do? I mean, RSL wouldn't have held this big ass L. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have gotten an L, but not it wouldn't have been that big. It would have been this bad. Petkey would have been out there strangling people before he got to five nil. It would have been an L that would have fit in their carry on luggage. Yeah. Right above thing. I got back home. Not the one, not the the, they had to charter a plane <laughs> to take yeah, that L home. Hey, we need a we uh we need a crane. Yeah, this giant L back. <laughs> can we get a get freight? Can we get a freight forwarding? <laughs> you know, intermodal. <laughs> Put this thing on a train. We'll meet it at, at is there, customs. Is there, a, is there a freight elevator at yeah. Park? We need to get out and get this L out of here. We can't get this L over the border. You got to keep this thing in Canada. It's so big. <laughs> 
It's too big. We need you to pay tariffs. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so, such a it's it's a shame what happened to San Jose, but once again, we told you so. <laughs> we told you so. We, we very much did. Yeah, they were uh uh yeah, I mean and now well, seeing Vancouver and and having such a great game, uh, you know, they lost that their game against uh, their last game against Portland that put them in that uh, in that position uh in third place. Yeah. But they uh yeah, they're playing against Seattle. They're going to have Oh, yeah, it's going to be – that's going to be quite a – like, just like if NYCFC would have been in the playoffs with the Red Bulls, uh, Vancouver and Seattle, it's great. great, great rivalry. Uh, and and that, that uh, playoff series is going to be pretty dope. And I think a lot of people are talking about, you know, Vancouver is coming in hot, but, you know, Seattle has been there before. They know how to play these games. Schmetzer knows how to get them prepared. Uh, is, is Dempsey playing this game? I know he got the red. Is he going to play no. this game? He's no, not no. well. He's, he's not playing the first leg. Look, people are going to say that this is me being anti Clint Dempsey, and I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm being pro Uruguayan right now. Okay, look at how Nico Ladero plays when Clint Dempsey's not there. He's taking his shoe off. He's making phone calls. I'm telling you, the guy's better without Dempsey. And that's not because Dempsey's bad. It's just because they play very similar. They both kind of roam. You know, they defer to each other. Nico feels like maybe he has to defer to Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey feels like, you know, give me more of the ball. So on and so forth. There's a lot of reasons why this is. This is not me hating Clint Dempsey. And no matter what I'm saying right now, Tropic Sounders and Kale are already starting the tweets. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. Okay. It's not well, me hating Clint Dempsey. And you're not going to help either, Christian. You're going to just pour fuel on that fire. But <laughs> look, I can tell well, you, Nico Lodero's taking control of this game. I honestly well, think me, he can make them. He can he put them over the top. Let me at least have a rebuttal for this Clint Dempsey hatred and vitriol that you are sharing. Because I don't think it's uh, very necessary. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't think... Uh, I don't think Dempsey and Nicolodero play a similar type of game. Dempsey definitely roams a lot more, but Ladero is is the guy with the ball. I mean, he's he's way more uh, on the ball than than Dempsey is, and and for sure, and way more on the way more uh, on the ball, uh, and and Dempsey's more off the ball since Ladero has gotten there. They they've taken off a little bit of that pressure uh, off of him mm-hmm. uh, to to kind of, to kind of be that guy, uh, but I. I wouldn't necessarily say that they play better without him, but I do think they don't need him uh, to win this, to win the first leg. I don't, I don't think that's uh, uh you know, that's going to be that huge an issue. I think the, the this game is going to be decided by how well, uh, you, you know, Seattle defends against set pieces. How much Kendall Watson has been on fire the, the last like two months. He's been a center back. He scored like four goals yeah. for Costa Rica, for for Vancouver. So he's he like the the ball is finding him, and he's and he's getting it in net. So he's like one of the more da- him and Jordi Reyna are like the two dangerous, the most dangerous dudes uh, on the field. And don't forget, Mighty Mouse himself, someone who's like, "Yo, Javinko, you scoring on set pieces, homie? <laughs> Let me show you how to do it. If you're just a couple inches shorter." Teixeira yeah. out of nowhere. I'm telling you, Christians are the best at soccer. <laughs> yeah. Christians and Cristianos are just dominate all day. How about Breck so, Shea coming in and doing a little some something? <laughs> did you see? Did right. you see the uh, tweet that Eddie Robinson sent? I did see that. Holy <laughs> shit! 
Very. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Respond? <laughs> no, did Breck respond? Breck, res- Breck responded. So if, if you guys didn't see this, uh, Eddie, Rob- Eddie Robinson played for the Dynamo, right? He's a, he played a, for the Dynamo a while ago. I believe he played for the men's national team, too. I'm almost positive yeah, yeah, he did. He, yeah, I, I remember Eddie Robinson. And he... Uh, he tweeted. Uh, they said, "Look at his hat game for Breck Shea. He walked away with yeah, a future MLS, hat." Yeah, MLS uh, tweeted uh, a video of Breck Shea looking dapper. If yeah. I oh, he, he got was the, looking pretty good. The Gucci driving good. shoes with no socks. Yeah, he was killing it. <laughs> Breck Shea knows what he's doing. He he he's a long way from that clown pants thing that he was <laughs> that he did a couple years ago. Yeah, that phase is done. He's in his grown man <laughs> status. He's a new man. So he, uh, so MLS tweeted this video out, and Eddie Robinson just straight up <laughs> gives give a, a very, very like if he's filling out a scouting report, very honest. Wow. Tweet about how uh, Breck Shea had so much potential; he could have been such a great player. And wasted and talent. Wasted talent. He if he focused more on the game. Uh, as opposed to like his clothing, uh, he you know he he he'd be a better player uh, essentially, and I'm paraphrasing, but very harsh. And Breck Shea immediately responds with, "Bro, it's just a hat." <laughs> <laughs> he said that. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's, clap back of the week right there. It's a hat. So you know you know we we've we've always. Uh, we started this uh, new segment, the What Is You Doing? Remember that? Yo, I, I was thinking about that earlier today. Like, we got to bring that back. And by the way, this is, we have it right here. Eddie Robinson. What is you doing? What is you doing, man? Yo, Eddie. The man just had a great game. His team puts five on on on, on the on the San Jose Earthquakes. And you're, you're saying wasted talent? He had a great assist. He, he played great. I don't even understand. Eddie, what is you doing? What is you doing, Eddie? <laughs> not good. Not that is good. Not uh, good. But, I, but yeah, you know, you it's gotta... funny. Like, I like when players or when even former players will come out and say say something like that, but maybe not to that effect. Maybe not that mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's nice to be like, oh, you know, sort of almost mimic the voice of the fans and say, like, yo, he could have been much better. And I think I agree. You know, Breck Shea had a lot of potential. I remember him um, in the uh, South Africa uh, World Cup, um, you know, just so much potential. I remember he played with FC Dallas. There was, you know, sky's the limit. He goes to Stoke, you know, didn't exactly work out. Not necessarily his fault. Some of it maybe, you know, he's really into art and other things. Maybe it's true. Maybe he has, you know, he lacked the attention for the game. Dude, that's not the way you do it. <laughs> you know? After after the team plays spectacularly, and yeah. he's and he's looking fly as hell. Yeah, it's, it's just a wrong time. <laughs> How dare you add him <laughs> on a day don't, like that? Don't just uh, you know. I, 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 this is the, a terrible, terrible pun, but I, it, it came into my mind. Uh, breaker's gonna break. You know what? I don't know what it, <laughs> it does mean anything. It's just it was in my head, so I said it. I'm glad you're shooting from the hip, buddy. You're Eddie Robinson singing. <laughs> well, that's the official um, Eddie Robinson. What is you doing? What is you doing? Eddie? What is you doing? Uh, <laughs> you've been you you fell off, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> you got to you got to redeem yourself. So, uh, you know, I want to see inside Eddie Robinson's closet. I'm sure he doesn't have any clothes as flies Breck, without a doubt. If Eddie Robinson is smart, I think he does. I don't know if he does color commentary. He does something for one of the teams. If he's smart, he comes out in a dope-ass hat. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just a yeah, just a a, a dope ass like newsy hat, you know. Yeah, it's just like, stun on really? him a little bit. <laughs> what you know about that? Just right? flex. You got a night. You got a power flex now. Yeah, just get just uh, bedazzle it and yeah. waste his talent right on it. Like if Eddie Robinson <laughs> isn't googling haberdasheries right now, you fucked up. You know, go to the the dopest vintage shop you can find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you better, yeah, you better be, uh, you know, looking in them like bargain bin, mm-hmm. secret, just uh, you consignment know, shops. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not keeping up with Breck. Don't no. think you. It's not gonna be easy. Yeah, you you know Breck may have slipped a little bit in the game, but in the clothing and game. When, also, when when you're named Breck. You 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 gotta dress. You gotta dress like a Breck. You yeah. can't just walk around in some like just uh you know some vans. <laughs> no, okay? you you can't be in no NASCAR shirt. Your name is Breck. <laughs> your name is Breck, bro. You Breck. Be Breck. <laughs> Son, right, your name your name sounds like a fashion designer. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to live my left my, live my best Breck. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> I like I like her because she's chic. Actually, she prefers to be called Shay, Breck Shay. <laughs> oh boy! So Vancouver so, match is going to be dope. I'm I'm really looking forward to the Red Bull versus Toronto. I think that's going to be awesome. I think these are two of the hottest, uh, you know, uh, teams, best informed teams right now. Obviously, yeah. you know, NYCFC versus Columbus is going to be fun. I can't wait to see what Columbus fans have planned, if they're even going to go. Are they going to turn their back? Is Anthony Precourt going to go? There's a lot of things going on here. I mean, everybody's going to – like, even the NYC, the, the Columbus crew fans are going to, like, boo their own team. It's going to be weird. There's going to be certain it, – it's going to be an emotional uh, experience because – of, of yeah, of what – you know, all this news and what it means for their future and – and what and it seems like there's not much it, you know we spoke to Travis Irvine early in the week and it and I've been listening uh to some podcasts from the the Columbus Dispatch and uh who are, are covering it very very well um and honestly from everything I hear and read it's even from the people in Columbus that are searching all like re- investigating all this stuff this seems like a done deal it seems like it's, it's over it, it's not even much of a debate yeah. So it's a little, it's a little scary, and uh, and it's going to be an emotional uh, time, and and these uh, both these both of these games are going to be uh, tough on on Columbus fans, and I know clearly they want to win, uh, but I mean regardless of the result, I mean they're, they're going to lose anyway. You know what I mean? It's Imagine really they win the cup. <laughs> it it won't matter. I honestly think it won't matter. It will just it would be. Uh, it would be sadder. They win the cup and then the team leaves. How be that be? That'd be nuts. Well, no, then they get to play one whole year there. Which, by the way, did you hear that the team is going to give back the money for the tickets if people want to give back their season tickets? I they will get refunds. That. I I was just thinking if, if Columbus Crew does win the MLS Cup, then they're also in Concacaf Champions League. So who are they in the Champions League? Are they Austin or are they or do they go as Columbus Crew? This is very confusing. <laughs> uh, it'd be yeah, a very weird uh, scenario. But uh, I mean, you and I are not hoping that happens. So no, of course not. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So th- I think that's it, right? Those, those were all the knockout. Yeah, those games. were all the knockout games. These are going to be fun. There's going to now we have the home, uh, the home and away uh, for each of these teams. Yeah. 
this is it. This is where it starts to get kind of cool and you start to see a lot of the strategy that's going to come out. Uh, let's see what uh, a lot of these coaches have, uh, you know, planned. Yeah, this game's going to be hot. So it's like, I, I believe Monday, uh, I know Toronto and the Red Bulls are playing. I know NYCFC Columbus is playing on Tuesday. So I'm, I don't know which are, which are playing for in the Western Conference because I didn't look it up. But they're happening on Monday and Tuesday. So, yeah, Monday and uh, Tuesday, watch, all the games. Yeah, watch those uh, and, you know, Tell your friends to watch them too. A lot of people don't even know that MLS playoffs are happening. Some some people were. Uh, I, so uh, another comic uh, had asked me to do a show on uh, on on Tuesday on uh, on Halloween, which was when the 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 NYCFC game is. And I was just like, Hey man, don't you know it's the MLS playoffs? The NYCFC's playing. I can't do the yeah. show. Yeah, come and on. He's like, and he was just like, Bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're making no sense. Yeah. I don't know what sport you're talking about. What are these letters that you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let, invite some friends. Get people. Get people uh, aware that the MLS playoffs are fire. Okay, not Chicago fire because uh, they have yeah, but uh, they're they're very very exciting. So uh, so yeah, so that's it. Playoffs special episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. And uh, again, we are. Sponsored by SeatGeek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to uh, SeatGeek.com and use the SeatGeek app, and you can get $20 off your first order if you use the promo code COOLIGANS. If so you just that. write COOLIGANS, you get 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Not bad. 20. Uh, Alexander Hamilton. Is that who's on there? Who knows? So. <laughs> All my money's got Benjamin on it, yo. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I make it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Arts and crafts. Yeah. Big fan. Really? I'm a big fan. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Make sure you do that, and you support Seeking. You'll be supporting us. They are the official ticketing partner uh, of MLS. So there's a couple uh, playoff games that are, you know, uh, sometimes tough to get tickets for. Not for Houston or Chicago. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> More than <laughs> enough available. <laughs> More than enough. But if you need one, go to SeeKing.com and use the promo code Cool again. So uh, thank you again for listening. And watching and uh, which, by the way, if we forgot to mention, uh, SeatGeek is the official uh, ticketing partner of MLS. By the way, we didn't forget that because I said that. Okay, then I didn't hear you. you. Said it again. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you don't even pay attention to me on this thing. I'm sorry. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, make sure you like this, uh, uh, like the podcast, share it, subscribe, and also leave a review. That's very very important. A, a couple of reviews and we're climbing up the the itunes soccer ranks we're trying to get up to we, we're like somewhere like 50 reviews 51 i think uh so yeah leave a nice review please please do that because we're still being beaten by podcasts that no longer exist <laughs> so it would be nice to yeah to get uh get past those ghost podcasts yeah that, yeah uh, just step over are. these dead bodies <laughs> Would be very nice. Yeah, so it's a carcasses. It's a wasteland of soccer podcast. It's like Walking Dead. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, make sure you do that. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for watching. You guys are the best. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? We are the the Cooligans.